You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I am the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. We just got back from Palm Springs, which we did Fancy. for after the 4th of July holiday. I love a Palm Springs. Don't you love a Palm Springs I trip? Do. Yeah, I know. Well, we're gay guys. We're very bougie. We yeah. like a Palm Springs trip. So we just got back from our Palm Springs trip because it was our third anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, thank you, my husband and me. And uh, we, I think, did it really right. Getting married was a good idea, first of all. But yeah. also, we did it on the 4th of July weekend, three years ago. But partly, specifically, so that we would always have a three-day weekend right near our anniversary. Brilliant. Because we're, we're really smart. I love it. So we just took our trip to uh, our... Yearly anniversary trip we took this weekend, and we just got back from that, so I'm feeling refreshed, yes. and I love the desert. You look refreshed. Thank you. I actually look like I have a uh, biker's tan, but oh. I'm wearing long sleeves today, so you can't tell. <laughs> what? Did you go biking? No, I was just outside. I oh. just wore a t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, I put sunblock on like it's my religion, but I still, you know, get, it's so hot, and there's so much, oof, the desert. Baking. I was baking. It's like a, a shake and bake, but mm-hmm. with people in a desert. That's right. It's shake and bake. Well, and it, you were helped. shaking and baking because of the earthquake. There were earthquakes we, yeah. and sun. You're absolutely right. It was a shake and bake weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you shook and then you baked. Yes. Did you make it through the earthquake? No problem. We did. Good. Matt and I did a very good job of when the quaking happened, mm-hmm. getting our go bag. Getting everything ready to go. Oh, really? Getting everything organized. That is not our story. The first, uh, the first earthquake, I, I woke up and went, hmm. And then the second earthquake, we were in Palm Springs at a grocery store and we could see all the, like, light fixtures swaying and the, and the aisles all moving and shit was falling off of shelves and stuff. Stuff was falling off shelves? Not much, but some stuff, a little, some little loose things fell down. But it was not, but it was like, because it was real, you know, it was a real quake. That was, I mean, it was 7.1 yeah. or 6.9. Where it was, and we were hundreds of miles away from that, but we definitely felt it. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, I've been through so many quakes now that I just get bemused. Bemused? Much. Yeah, I just, I'm like, oh, well, here, this is happening, you know. Of course, it's never been, like, this was the strongest one I've probably experienced, but, you know, it just doesn't really... I'm 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 gonna not be ready. I will not be the person with the go bag. I'll be like, "Wow, this is," and then I'll die, and then that's how that'll happen. All right then. But I'd like to be the first. <laughs> I'd like to be among the first people who die in a major apocalypse, because I don't want to live through that Mad Max life. I don't want it. I have mixed feelings on it. Do you? There's a part of me that wants to go first, but there's also a part of me that's like, I probably could end up ruling a clan of people. Do you think? Yeah. It's some. I feel like somehow some weird shit would go down and band suddenly of Sherman I'm Oaks like, misfits. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with me. Together we'll live. <laughs> together we'll grow tomatoes twice the it. size of my head. Wow. Yeah, it's true. With your knowledge of gardening, you could actually do some, you could be the, like, horticulture king of the valley. Yeah. Right. 
And in the big one, most of the city will fall into the ocean, so this will sort of be oceanfront property by then. I know. We're going to be real rich. Okay, so I could see you making it pretty good. Yeah. I want to die, though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, shall shall we talk about our bright spot? Indeed. Before we jump into everything? All right. So, uh, as we mentioned, it was the 4th of July. I hope everybody had a wonderfully patriotic, fantastic 4th of July and, and did not think for a while exactly where our nation is going, but just thought positively about where our nation had been. That's my hope for you. Anyway. <laughs> no comment. Part of 4th of July, of course, is the fireworks. It's a big yeah. part of 4th of July. But... Another thing about fireworks is that it scares the shit out of your pets. We all yeah. know this. Anybody who has a, is a pet owner knows that the 4th of July is national scare the fuck out of your dog's day. Yeah. Right. So a new trend that's been going on is that people will go to shelters to comfort the shelter dogs and shelter animals on the 4th of July when the fireworks are going on. I right? love this. Our bright spot this week is Sheriff Wayne Ivey of the Broward County, Florida Sheriff's Department, okay. okay, who instituted a policy this year of not just having people from the community go to shelters and comfort the, the animals, but actually released the inmates from the county jail and had them go to the animal shelters in the county and the inmates comforted the dogs, and it was actually great for both of them. Because as nice as it is to spend time with shelter dogs and be, like, you know, comforting them, there's actually a lot of, you know, animal therapy that's amazing for inmates as well. Yeah. So this sheriff actually served the inmates under his jurisdiction and let them go to the shelters on the 4th of July and be with the dogs. And then they got time with animals, which is really good for them. Oh, that's and the animals got comforted, too, and they got sang, too, and they got read, too, and they got treats I from, the, uh, from the inmates. So I thought that was really beautiful. It was a really sweet, sweet that. story. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, you know, well done, Sheriff that's, Ivy. That's great. And that is our bright spot, you know. I love it. It was bright because of the, uh, the fireworks lighting everything up. Baby, you're a firework. Mm. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. that's our bright spot. And I just, I loved it. And I hope everybody had a great 4th of July and it was safe. Yeah. Good. I had a lot of burgers and hot dogs. That's the way to do it. You did it right then. I did. I had a hot dog and a burger, actually. Just on one the 4th of, each. of July. I had two hot dogs and a burger. Okay. Over time. I had two hot dogs and two hamburgers. There you go. And Merca. Some, uh, some potatoes. I had some cupcakes that mm-hmm. I made. We made the lemon uh, rosemary cupcakes again. Oh, those are good. Yeah. I was about to make fun of you for telling me about your diet, but now I'm just jealous. <laughs> we had some orzo pasta. All right, now we're done. So that was our bright spot. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to talk about this week, Jason T. Gaffney? We're going to go to a very weird place. So Fantastic. I hope you're all sitting while you're listening to this. I love weird places. Are you ready for that? I am so ready. Clowns. Okay, no, I'm not ready. Not ready. Orange men. Not ready at all. Brothels. Ooh, I'm back in. <laughs> oh, oh, this is when the Oompa Loompas uh, <laughs> went into sex work. That's right. <laughs> 
Oompa loompa doompa dee doomy. So, all right, we're going to talk about the infamous Toronto Circus Riot of 1855. I am so here for this. <laughs> what? Of what year? 1855. Love it. Yeah. So, back in 1855, yeah. Toronto was still a relatively new city. Okay. So, it's kind of like a pioneer city. Sure. Although it was up and coming. The, they were still building the Space Needle. Yes. Got it. <laughs> For another 200 plus years or whatever. Um, it took a long time. They didn't have the engineering skill yet. Hey, Space Needles aren't built in a day. No, it was made of wood first, burned down. <laughs> <laughs> then it was made of sheet metal, blew over. Yeah, first, first it was the fog needle. It didn't go as high as space. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Mm -hmm. Although it was up and coming city, right? It had only about 40,000 residents in it. All right. So it's like big back then. I guess. But not like huge. No. That's like how many people are in my neighborhood now. Yeah. Yeah. But we're still very prairie about it. We have a prairie attitude on the west side. A prairie attitude? Yeah. You know, we're digging wells and we're, you know, we go to the general store. You have a general store? Homeschool. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you I, haven't spent much time on the west side of Los Angeles, but it's just like that. Well, no, I just know that everybody's not vaccinated, and it makes me crazy. <laughs> it's like, vaccinate your fucking children. They haven't been invented yet. Not on the <laughs> west side. <laughs> it's been invented everywhere. <laughs> All right. So because it's a newer city, there's a lot of pioneer town elements still in play at this time, right? Sure. So it's like rough and tumble in some aspects, but it's becoming less but rough Canadian, and tumble. But Canadian, so very polite and rough and tumble. Well, we'll get there. Like, so, would you like to step outside? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to give you a talking to. Yes, exactly. I would like to fist, sternly you explain consent. to you why yeah. this was not a good thing to do to me right now. One of the things that they had was a lot of taverns, mm -hmm. uh, 203 beer shops. As opposed to the taverns. Yeah, I guess it was wow. like where you could buy the alcohol and take it home. Okay. And countless brothels in Ooh. town. Yeah. So they counted the beer shops, but there were so many brothels they couldn't count. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So on Yonge Street, I think that's how you say it, it's Y-O-N-G-E. Sure. Yonge Street alone, there were 68 taverns. Fudge. I actually went to Yonge Street when Did I you? went to a wedding out in Toronto, mm -hmm. and the the couple was like, we're going to go to Yonge Street the night before to have some drinks. Oh, and, and still now a lot it makes of... sense. There's a lot of bars still there, so it's like the bar street. Okay. It's sure. like, yeah, it's bars. Yeah, you can actually pub crawl. You can actually crawl. Yeah. Okay. So during this time frame, the entire city was run by a group called the Orange Order. Oh. Basically, a group of rich Protestant Tories were in charge of everything. Dear God. And so they're like, where the Orange Order, it's basically like the Oompa Loompas ran everything. I, but they were like, like religious Oompa Loompas, not like wow. fun Oompa Loompas that have candy. No, no, they're Oompa Loompas that have judgment. Yeah. yeah. Oompa Loompa, look at you there. You are a stupid whore with hair. <laughs> Sing rhyming is hard. <laughs> Sing improving is hard. What so. do you get when you give BJ's out? Gonorrhea. <laughs> uh, so, quote from SpacingToronto.com. Okay. Quote, they were all members of the Orange Order, hung out together at the Orange Lodge, mm -hmm. and made sure that all other Orange men got all the important jobs in the city. 
The police were pretty much all orange men, and the firefighters were too. Mm-hmm. Usually, they focused on beating up Catholics. Hey, you know, everyone needs a hobby. They're like, <laughs> we're going to go find some Catholics, and we're going to tell them that their way of worshiping Christ is wrong, and then we're going to hit them. We are going to beat you up now. <laughs> you are the Catholics. You stupid cow. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Oh, yes. So, during this time in history, Mm -hmm. there was an interesting bit of information I found out about firefighters that was going on. Okay. Apparently, there was no main firefighting team at this time. In Toronto. In Toronto. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a bunch of volunteers either. It wasn't like everybody just got together and voluntarily put out the fires. There were firemen. They weren't city firemen, though. It private a, firemen? It was a bunch of individual companies. I'm your private fireman. <laughs> Put out fires for money. But sometimes I also start them. Yes. So they would actually... <laughs> I'm a fireman and an arsonist. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm burning, baby. <laughs> they, would, um, they would actually compete and race to the fires to win the booking. Whoa! So a fire would happen. Sure. A fire bell would ring. I alarm. Mean, this is cool. Like, then, capitalism really incentivizes you to get to that fire quick. Right. All right. So we're going to talk about the circus riot, right? Oh, yes. But we have to set it up with another riot first. Uh, okay, great. I'm loving how much context is going on here because this is nuts. <laughs> like, so, you think Toronto's so Canadian and sweet and it's cold, you know, but there's a lot of shit going on. Oh, yeah. Orange gangs of orange men. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> they... <laughs> A few weeks before the circus riot, Mm -hmm. one particular firefighting company, Hook and Ladders, would race over to fight a fire on Church Street. Right. Only thing was that they got there at the same time that another firefighting company showed up. Mm -hmm. And they both claimed the fire as their own. They're like, this is my fire. Uh No, this is my fire. Do not make me take out my earrings. I will fight you for this fire. Oh, my God. Bitch, hold my weave. Hold the hose. Yeah. Hold the hose! Hold the hose! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, full on, not okay with the other person claiming it. No. And only one firefighting company could claim it. Okay. So, like, that was part of the deal. I don't know. Well, who's paying them? I don't know. The city or who? Maybe the city? I don't know. But you can't split it. Come on, guys. No. You can't split it. So, one thing led to another. There should be a right-of-way kind of thing. If you get to the stop sign at the same time, the person on the right goes, right? But in this case, if you get to the fire at the same time, just fight it. Together. And share it. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They're stronger together. Right. So, before you knew it, Mm -hmm. both firefighting companies were fighting each other. Physically no, in the guys, streets. The fire! Fight the fire! Instead of fighting the no, fire. No, no, it's burning. So a third company came up, fought the fire, <laughs> while no one was looking. I wish that was the case. No, this is downright zany. What's awesome though <laughs> is that you've got a building that's legit burning the yeah. fuck down, and then the, the, then fire, the person's fire. like, "Please put out the fire!" Just no, stop hitting each other. each other, please. Yeah, that was a great punch. Now, if you could just direct your hose and your punches towards the fire, dear God. <laughs> So, before long, the police would show up. Uh-huh. And start just randomly hitting people. It, instead of breaking up the fight, they joined in. What? What? <laughs> so, let's recap. Okay. There's a burning building. Yes. 
And all of Toronto's finest are fighting each other instead of fighting the fire. Amazing. Well, the backdrop, this is going to be a gorgeous shot in the movie. Yeah. So this would later become known as the Fireman's Riot. Okay. Because all these firemen are rioting over who owns the fire. Wow. All right. Well, so we're not here to learn about the Fireman's Riot, right? We're here to learn about the Circus Riot. Tangentially related. Yes. Got it. So let's jump a few weeks later. All right. All right. Was that was that just something that happened nearby at the time that you liked? There's gonna it's gonna get tied together. Okay, so cool. I, I mean, I'd be fine if it was because that's yeah. a zany, fucking weird situation, and I like it. So S. B. House's Star Troop Menagerie and Circus mm-hmm. was in town performing their show. Okay, it does not really roll off the tongue. It does not. I don't know how they were. Getting people to show up. Anyway, the circus is in town. Oh, that's better. Let's use that. <laughs> they, they were an American company, and they had not only clowns, mm-hmm. but acrobatics. Well, and good, because if they had only clowns, I'm not going. <laughs> it's a clown circus. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Splat. <laughs> that was the water? The water from the flower. The, the flower water, yeah. sure. Now, they weren't just peeing on people. No. So they had acrobatics and uh, horse trick riders. Okay. So they had some people who could do stuff. Yeah. And they had a whole bunch of animals. I would hope. Some of the animals were Hence elephants. Hence the menagerie. Yeah. They had yeah. elephants, a giraffe, one giraffe. Okay. Giraffes were expensive. Well, elephants and weren't. a big <laughs> handful of big cats. Oh, wow. Uh, like lions and such. So they had a lot of animals. Okay. And they had horses, fat too. house and, cats. Yeah. Okay. They had horse trick riders with no horses. They had 12 Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're like, I'm an orange man. Let me go. This is my town. <laughs> I protest. <laughs> I am a human. <laughs> so because the city was still up and coming, there wasn't a ton of stuff you could do in town other than the drinking and paying for sex and stuff, right? Sure. Well, that so, sounds like enough. What yeah. else do you need? Movies? <laughs> <laughs> so when the circus came to town, everyone's 1855, like, 1855, there fucking, are no movies. Yeah, let's go to the circus. <laughs> yeah, they're like... I don't know what this movie is, but mm-hmm. I know that there's a clown getting a pie in the face. <laughs> that sounds downright orgasmic. I'm so there. <laughs> I'm just going to go to six or seven pubs first. Yeah. I'll meet you. I'll meet you. <laughs> 20 hours later. <laughs> Where is the circus? I burned one of those pubs down. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see the fireman fight again. <laughs> so, all right. The show's doing really well. They're selling out every night. Great. One night in particular, the show was again sold out and a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And it was like the one of the final shows. I think it was the final show. Okay. So it was a big hit. Everyone's happy. And the members of the circus were feeling good and proud of themselves. Sure. And the clowns were told, you have the rest of the night off. Okay. Um, and they decided that they wanted to take advantage of the Toronto nightlife. Oh, no. So they're like, let's fucking do this. No, but they didn't take off their makeup, did they? I don't know what they did. They probably, didn't. They probably didn't. For, for our purposes, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> so they headed over to a brothel on King and Jarvis. All made up in their giant squeaky shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they're just coming down the street like... <laughs> One of the, the ladies of the night is like... Hey, what do you like? And he's like, I want to hit you in the face with a pie. Mm. And she's like, that's $10 extra. And he's like, I'm fine with that. Worth it. Worth it. We just came off a smash. Yeah. Sold out, baby. (laughs) So, all right. Now, they're at this particular brothel at the corner of King and Jarvis, right? Yes. You'd think that would be fine because there's a lot of brothels in town. Okay. But there was a bit of a problem. Yeah. Remember? Everyone's terrified of clowns and all the prostitutes ran away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it is my nightmare. <laughs> and they had to go. <laughs> he was visiting from Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse than Jack the Repair. <laughs> and she would know. She would know. She lived through it. Mm. So remember Hook and Ladder? Yeah. The firefighting team that uh, Loves to fight. fought the people. Loves to fight of, people. Yeah, the people the fighting fire. team. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Well, this particular brothel that the clowns showed up to mm-hmm. happened to be the very particular brothel that the firefighters from Hook and Ladder frequented. Okay. And when they weren't fighting over other firefighting fires and right. stuff. When they weren't fighting firefighters. Yeah. They <laughs> were basically paying women for sex. Sure. Uh, they were the Hook and Ladder hookers. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I'm sure you guessed it, the clowns and the firefighters ended up at the brothel at the same time. Oh, the clown and the firefighter should be friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they both do stuff with water. You'd think that they'd be fine with it. <laughs> so they just have Let me at the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because you have a smaller hose doesn't mean it's less effective. It, it means exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I'm sure you guessed, they were totally fine with each other and they both just... Fuck different hookers. You're lying to me. You're lying to me. I am. Okay. All right. These particular clowns were not the clowns (laughs) that we're used to today. No. No, they're dead now. (laughs) They'd be 200. No. The the clowns were actually the kind of blue collar, tear down the circus and build it up stage hands in addition to being clowns type of clowns. Oh, they're carny clowns. Yes. That's way more scary. Yeah. So they're like these big... Beefy men sure. with clown makeup Fuck. and wigs. Wait, I can't. I'm turned on. I'm terrified. What's happening? Yeah. Fuck me while you scare me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like while they're fucking, the clown's like, squeeze my nose. Squeeze my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the sex worker's like, this is... I've never done this before. I can guarantee you this is the first. (laughs) So, all right. Uh, So we've got a bunch of rough and tumble clowns and a bunch of rough and tumble firefighters, right? Yes. Hold on. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. So when the clown's leader, Myers, no first name was found, just the last name. Yeah, we don't need one. Had an altercation with a drunk firefighter named Frazier. Okay. Again, no first name found. It's Myers versus Frazier. Yeah. Uh It's like... The guy from Friday the 13th versus that TV show. <laughs> it's like the scary Jason monster guy. Oh, Michael Myers? Yeah. <laughs> versus Fraser Crane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say what you're doing is highly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so basically a drunk firefighter, Fraser. Knocked off Myers's hat. Mm-hmm. There's oh. a dispute yeah. as to whether it was on purpose or by accident. Well, to be fair, it was a tiny hat. Maybe he didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> There's mm-hmm. one site basically said that the firemen were mad that the clowns cut in line. Wow. A hat was knocked off, however. We mm-hmm. know that. We know that. That's and important to know. as we know with hats, that's a big no-no. You don't knock a person's hat off. No, Just you don't tug hat. on Superman's cape. Yeah. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. And you don't knock a tiny hat off of a clown. I'm still in favor of tugging on Superman's cape. 
I don't it's get, a euphemism. I don't see why. Uh, euphemism. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Yeah. Unless It'll it's fuck a, you up. Unless the cape's on his penis, in which you better tug on that cape. Superman's penis has a tiny cape? <laughs> <laughs> it's flying into caverns unexplored. It's super dick. It's for aerodynamic purposes. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord all, all right. right so myers was like okay fraser pick up the hat mm-hmm. and fraser was like no i won't mm-hmm. and so he did not and the clowns were not gonna let that stand no clowns contrary to popular opinion are assholes yes carny clowns way worse yeah mm-hmm Quote from Torontoist.com, quote, When Frazier failed to pick up the hat as requested, he was assaulted by the clowns, and a full-scale Donnybrook broke out. What's a Donnybrook? It's like a loud, boisterous fight. Like a bar fight. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like the clowns would do so great in a fist fight because they have to, like, wind up seven times. (laughs) And and if you're a firefighter, you just hit them while they're doing that thing. (laughs) I just like the fact that this is, like, clearly someone out there has a fetish of clowns and firefighters Oh, and this one, fighting. Is just, this is like ASMR for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the clown squeaked over there. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> pulled out a can of whipped cream. <laughs> now you're going to get it. Squeak. <laughs> God, like two of our listeners just had an orgasm. <laughs> I'm also really impressed with myself. I made that squishing sound. That was a good one. I didn't. I've never done this before. Oh, well done. The firefighter was Don't like, do it again. The fire, <laughs> firefighter was like, how dare you do that? He did it again. How dare you do it? I'm going to punch you now. And the clown's like, I'd like to see you punch me. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> One thing led to another, mm-hmm. and Frazier, along with one other firefighter, had the uh, shit Niles kicked out of them. <laughs> <laughs> they had the shit like kicked literally out of them. Oh, literally? Uh, yeah. Oh god. They're like it's like punch, punch. Sure. I mean they're drunk and they're getting the shit kicked out of them. It yeah. makes sense. Every time I get you know beaten up, I poop myself. Probably for me, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, you but scare not them for off, everyone. Yeah. So. Basically, they got the shit kicked out of them yeah. by the clowns, wow. and the rest of the firefighting team had to drag them to safety. That's humiliating. And they retreated. Yeah, they're like, the clowns won! <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, the clowns... If you were a fire, though, I would have fucked you up. Yeah. I'm Get out of cl- here! I'm not a clown fighter, am I? Wipe, clean yourself off with a whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> they just squirt the flour after them. I'm so scared of you. Ooh, yeah. look at you with your big hat. The, you know, the clowns had a super advantage there because of the big shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They could kick further. They could literally kick asses from, like, farther away. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. The firefighters retreated, right? Yes. The clowns would then claim ownership of the brothel territory. Oh, well, that's not how that works. For the cool. rest of the night. <laughs> oh. For drinking and fucking. Yeah, we, we own this place now. I beat someone up. <laughs> the women are like, is that how it works? Because this is a nice house. <laughs> the, the women are like, no. Either fuck me or no, get I'm out. No, I'm saying I'm coming for you. Oh. If I beat you up, do I own your house? Oh, no. Well, okay, fine. So I guess we've learned something about property ownership today. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the brothel. I didn't no. realize it was really... Well, I'm glad we've cleared this up. I make up. a lot of fun of Sherman Oaks, but this is nice. It's yeah. nice here. 
We did a good job. Mm-hmm. Painted. I painted. You sure I can't plane. beat either one of you up no. and take your... Fine. That's okay. All how. right. Now we know. Yeah. So, they owned the brothel for the night, right? Yeah. The territory. Right, because it's 1855. It yeah. was different then. So, <laughs> our story can't just end with a handful of firemen getting their asses kicked by a handful of clowns, right? No. Right. That's a good midpoint. Yes. But no, it never ends there. Yeah. It doesn't end with the clowns winning a fight. No. We have to find out who wins the war. Yes. The very next day just happened to be Friday the 13th. Okay. So Myers was like, it's my time. Sure. <laughs> so a huge group of people started to show up around the circus, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the circus was right on the waterfront, Okay. right? And it's a big grassy spot. So it's big and open. And they're like, perfect for a circus. Sure. It's like circus central. Good. Because if you're putting up a circus, you want a place that's perfect for a circus. Yeah. Circus. They're like, oh, man, we should have put it right next to the brothel. Yeah. We put it on top of the tallest building, which... Was not the right choice. Not the, right, the, the tent blew off. A lot of people have fallen. They, the raft just walked right off the edge of the roof. That yeah. was a messy cleanup. Next time, I think we should do it in a field or something. Yeah. Mm. So we tried to set up on the water. Mm. A lot of drowning. You know, you live, you learn. <laughs> so this big grassy spot wasn't just for the circus, though. Farmers and other merchants would often set up there, forming kind of like a marketplace of sorts. Okay. They're like, "Welcome to Toronto Bar." It's like Agrabah, but Toronto. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, you can't win them all. I know. <laughs> Welcome, I want to buy something. <laughs> I've got apples. <laughs> I don't know why that amuses me so much. <laughs> but it does. That was them crunching the apple. <laughs> Great. So, all right. The crowd basically went over to the farmers and the merchants, and they're like, you should pack it up and uh, get the fuck out of here. And the farmers and the merchants took a look at the crowd, and yeah. they saw who they were, and they were like, yeah, sounds good. Bye. Yeah. They bugged out like mash. They okay. were just like, time to go. So the people who showed up is like firefighters and what? Who? Like, who's the crowd assembled like that are mad at the clowns now? So the large angry group that had assembled, mm-hmm. right, happened to be made up of the Orange Order. I Thought we'd see more of them. Yep. The firefighters have teamed up with the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Well, okay. some of the firefighters were Oompa Loompas. What? Yeah. In a crazy twist. So, another In member... An or- orange twist. <laughs> <laughs> so, another member of the Orange Order that mm-hmm. was a part of this whole mess would be the Chief of Police, Chief Sherwood. Oh, sure. Because if you're going to have an angry mob, you want the Chief of Police there. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, Do your job. So he was apparently not a very good guy. Oh, I couldn't tell that by the fact that he was going to go vigilante on some fucking carnies. So, quote from torontodreamsproject.blogspot.com, quote, In fact, years earlier, before he was police chief, he'd helped to organize a conservative Tory attack on a liberal reform party parade. Uh, One of the reformers had been shot and killed. But he helped, like, Definitely who you want for your chief of police, yeah. Right. So he knew about the mob forming to retaliate against the clowns for the brothel fight, right? Sure. And And he was like, yeah, that sounds like something I should be involved in. Well, he's like, I can't just show up there right away because then it'll look like I'm a part of this. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't want to get there and stop it. But I don't want to miss the riot. Yeah. So he took his time before he sent any of his men down to check out the scene. Okay. And uh, and make sure it wasn't getting out of control. You definitely want to be fashionably late to a public health crisis. Yeah. Yeah. 
As you guessed it, because Sherwood took so long to send men down there, the riot was now in full swing. Okay. They showed up and the riot's in full swing. So these orange, the Oompa Loompas and the firefighters showed up and just started attacking the clowns or whatever? Well, the firefighters aren't quite there yet. It's mostly just orange men. All right, so it's the Oompa Loompas gone crazy. Yeah, they, yes. but they heard about it, and they're like, how dare you attack members of the Orange Order? Sure. We are the Order! Mm-hmm. Um, and the other fun thing is that the chief of police only took six men with him. That's okay. it. Okay. To, to try to stop a riot. Sure. He's a dick. So people had at this point begun flinging stones at the circus oh. and at the members of the circus. Yeah. And the circus was fighting back. And they were holding They were the throwing door. giraffes. Yeah. <laughs> One giraffe. They're just swinging One it. giraffe. Because <laughs> they're expensive. Like Toby the large man or strong man has <laughs> picked up the one giraffe and is just flinging it around. You shouldn't fight a circus who has lions. Yeah. Like, you throw stones at, a, at people who own lions. Yeah. That's not smart. So, all right. Before long, even though the circus members were able to hold back the door and everything, they're mm-hmm. like, hold on. Um, <laughs> yeah. The mob was getting big enough that they were able to push the circus further in and and and, and closing off the ranks and stuff. Mm-hmm. The mob started to burn all the circus stuff. <gasps> They're like, let's burn shit. We're firefighters. So we won't let it get too out of control. <laughs> they started burning stuff because they started shouting for Myers to be handed over to them oh. uh, so justice could be served. The only problem was that Myers had already taken a team of clowns and stuff to their next location. You're kidding. So he's like, we had a fight. We got laid. Let's pack it up and take it on the road. Goodbye, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So there's no Myers to be taken by the mob. Well, couldn't they just put makeup on somebody else and give that guy? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sacrifice someone. Exactly. So this made the mob even more mad because they're like, you're hiding him. And they're like, no, he's gone. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not here. So they started burning more stuff. And now they started picking stuff up and throwing it into the lake. Oh. They're like, we're going to burn your shit and then we're going to throw it in the lake. Sure. And I'm like, I was just going to put it out. Okay. So So, thanks for the help. Yeah. Uh, but now there's a charred elephant in the lake. (laughs) So by this point, the mayor and Chief Sherwood Uh had shown up uh, to try and calm the situation, right? How'd it go? It was completely out of control at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The circus folks were basically defending themselves and taking refuge in the big top. But after one of the orange men was... Turns out it was flammable. Whoops. <laughs> after one of the orange men was hurt with an iron bar that had been flung into the mob. Jesus. Well, that's kind of self-defense. <laughs> the mob went nuts. They're like, how oh. dare you fight back? Right, no Take kidding. These, this stoning like a Excuse man. me? We're throwing stuff at you. Yeah. That's not how this works. <laughs> one giant barbell flies at them and just crushes one of them. And he's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> they should have given the strong man more stuff to throw, I the think. The best thing is, though, yeah. is that the name of the orange man it had hurt, his name was Bird. Oh. And that was all I found. No first name, just Bird. Bird. And I'm like, birds don't have very strong bones. So True. the poor guy. True. Like, it was his really hollow hurt. bones that really did him in. Um, I also like, did nobody use their first names back in this time? No. None of these articles were like saying any first names. No. Even like the mayor. It's just like the mayor. First, no, first names weren't invented until 1870. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Not in Canada. So now they're losing their shit and they're burning even more stuff. And now that the circus is like fully on fire, somebody <laughs> decided to ring officially the fire bell. Oh, okay. As you guessed it, Hook and Ladder showed up. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> and they were super invested in helping these people, too. However, they didn't put out the fire. They joined in the fray. Jesus Christ. Why do they just keep fighting the wrong things? <laughs> they used their hooks to tear down the rest of the tent. Oh, shit. They had real hooks. Yep. Okay. And they proceeded to kick the shit out of the remaining carnival folks. Fucking hell. Okay. Uh, the firemen also brought their axes... Huh. And firefighting pikes. It's like, can I take back the bell? I'm gonna unring the bell. Yeah. I don't, no fire, we're fine, we're you can fine. go. We're fine, we're fine. This is, it's an illusion. No problem, I have a whole other tent. Yeah. Don't even worry it's about it. It's just ASMR. No problem. Crackle, 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 burn, 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 crackle, crackle. I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you throw a bar at bird? How dare you? How dare you? I'm going to burn down your tent. Please. Please have mercy. It hurts so much. I'm going to punch you. Punch. Please. No more. Punch, punch. I'm so sorry. Slap. Punch. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the ASM riot. <laughs> so, all right. The firefighters are now full on fighting the clowns. It's a quiet riot? With, yeah. <laughs> and one of them actually would have killed one of the clowns with their axe oh, if the mayor shit. hadn't spotted him before he did it. And as the axe was raised, the mayor ran over and pulled the axe out of the guy's hand. Really? Literally before the death blow. Oh, my God. Things have gotten out of hand. Right. So the police chief was like, you know what? I think we need six more policemen. So now they're up to 12. I'm looking at the situation, and I think uh, six guys ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dead clowns everywhere. Yeah. So the chief claimed that he had arrested one rioter after the fact. He's he, like, I've arrested, I arrested one. Okay. Uh, but I and lost, killed him. <laughs> but I lost the rioter when someone attacked him. So he basically, he's it's like, not a real arrest until you get him back to the sheriff. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. So the only thing that Chief Sherwood was able to stop was the rioters setting the animal cages on fire. <gasps> so he stopped that from happening. So there's a real theme of law enforcement standing up for caged animals in this episode, and I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> there was one site, however, that claims that the animals were actually released from their cages mm -hmm. during the fighting, but I didn't see any reports of people being mauled by tigers or lions, so I'm not sure if that's true or not. Um, I don't know. I, I think given the situation, I think the mauling would take a backseat to the getting the fuck out of here. Right, right. So but, maybe. But, yeah, so one site said that happened. The mm -hmm. rest were like, they just stopped them from burning Is them Is this down. the origin story of the wild tigers of Toronto? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> I'm a tiger. <laughs> Rawr, eh? <laughs> All right. Eventually, the mayor was like, we got to stop this. So he calls in the militia. Oh, good. And they stopped the They started fighting everybody. Yeah. They just started shooting at random. The militia showed up with cannons and sure. just started shooting at they everyone. They set a yeah. fire, fought some firefighters. Yeah. Everybody knows you fight fire with fire. <laughs> Liter so we're literally throwing firefighters at the fire. Yeah. <laughs> we set them on fire. We throw them into the fire. It should work itself out. <laughs> so We thought they would cancel each other out. The militia, My mistake. The militia shows up. <laughs> they stop the riot. 
Oh. The Orange Order actually didn't kill anyone, which is amazing. Yeah. And the members of the circus would come back to the area once it was stable. They'd grab their shit and they would flee what yeah. was left of it. Sure. Uh, a handful of them actually had jumped into the lake and just kind of stayed in the lake until That's, it was over. That was my plan, actually. You know, yeah. when you're driving, you always need to know what your escape route is. Mine was the lake. Yeah. <laughs> so the circus basically is like, bye. Yeah, sure. We'll buy another tent. We're fine. What's really wild about this whole thing is that the police were only able to arrest 17 men. Okay. And of the 17 men, only one of them would be convicted. Oh. Who? And we don't know. I didn't talk about it. But shocker of shockers, none of the men were members of the Orange Order. Oh. Interesting, Well, that is interesting, given that the chief of police is Orange Order. Yeah. The police all conveniently couldn't tell who had been there causing the riot. Oh. They're like, I don't, I didn't recognize any of the men and boys involved in the riot. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't, I'm not familiar with any of them. Sure. Gosh, I don't know. So some people speculate that the Orange Order brought men and boys from another part of town that these policemen weren't familiar with I see who two, are also two per- members of the Orange Order to actually do the riot yeah to oh, do the riot to actually, and to yeah. give the police the ability to say I don't know them well that's fun because like there's only so much you can do for entertainment so if you know some people come in and be like hey you want to go across town and uh, fight some clowns yeah <laughs> maybe maybe singe an elephant and how like, well uh, sure yeah <laughs> absolutely movies haven't even been invented yet the other speculation was that the Police were actually just lying. Either way, it was really bad. I'm going to go with that. People started to get pissed off because the police chief had already been accused of cover-ups before for other fights. Yeah. And this was screaming of the same, like, feces. A hundred percent. This guy is total shithead, sounds like. So the police actually didn't remember any orange men from the fireman's riot, the Mm -hmm. one with hooking ladder. So that was kind of convenient, too, is they're like, we don't, we didn't see any people of these kind here. Yeah. And they didn't remember any orange men during a Protestant versus Catholic riot a few months prior to that. What? Which is like, there's two groups here. Yeah. One of them is you guys, the Protestants. Like. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we smell something rotten, but hey. Yeah. You know. So. You, I, what it smells like to me is uh, human nature. That's yeah. That's what that smell is. So you'd think that now that the public was onto them, the orange order, they would cool it. Right? I wouldn't think and that. And throw a few people under the bus just to kind of make or it look lake. like. So. <laughs> but the Orange Order was a cocky bunch. Sure. They kept their shit going even after the mayor lost his next election. Hmm. And he was replaced by the opposing party. Oh. The police chief would release a man who was accused of robbing a bank without evidence to let him go. Okay. So it was like, the guy very likely did it. And he's like, well, I don't think you did it. So bye. Okay. Because he is a member he was of the Orange, Orange Order, Order yeah. wasn't he? Big surprise. So the new mayor called for an inquest. Mm. The way that police were hired back then was that the city councilors would hire them, and the police didn't receive or need any training. Whoa. So, so pretty much like today. Basically, the Orange Order were the city council, so they would hire other Orange Order people. Got it. So that it was all Orange well, Order. Just get in with them, and you're fine. Right. So they would would, that'd be my strategy. So basically, the police would go to a fight Mm -hmm. and they would sit back and watch. And uh, if the Orange Order was winning, they wouldn't do anything. And if the Orange Order was losing, they'd get involved. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Quote from the Torontoist.com. Quote: 
As reported by the Globe, the uh, inquiry revealed that once a constable was appointed, he receives a baton the next day, but no instruction whatever accompanying it. Oh, shit. So he's like, here's your weapon. Enjoy your time. Whatever you think is against the law is against the law. Go for it. Yeah, just smack some people around. Jesus. Especially if they're Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Orange order handshake. <laughs> you did such a good job on that handshake. So did you. <laughs> I love it. So during the inquest, Chief Sherwood was asked what control he had over his men, mm-hmm. right? He would say, quote, I give orders and instructions to the force, but cannot get them obeyed. As soon oh. as I am out of sight, the men do as they please. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> no, but the orders were shitty in the first place, but two, it's not wrong. <laughs> two things here. Mm-hmm. First, that was utter bullshit. Right. He gave orders and they listened. Well, true. And two... If he's right about it and they don't listen to him, right. then he's an incompetent chief of police yeah. and needs to be removed. Um, excuse me. I don't think – I think you're fighting human nature with logic and that's not going to work. <laughs> not going to work friend. today. The inquiry didn't fix the problem right away, but it would lead to the new city council making changes with how the police were hired. Mm-hmm. In 1858, they were finally able to create a new design to form the force. Okay. And in 1859, the entire police force would be fired. Yes. Including the chief of police. Wow. Over half the police would end up rehired okay. because they were hired initially after the circus riots anyway. I see. And they were less corrupt and they actually were younger and had the ability to take training and learn. Okay. But they had to go through the new channels of being hired. They couldn't just be appointed. Right. Apparently what they have set up in Toronto today is close to what they created back then to hire them. So really? they're still using a similar kind of like, you have to go to this school, you have to do this thing, you have to get approved sure. and all that stuff. You have to push a bayonet through a clown dummy. You can do that. That's part of... <laughs> She's my hooker! The, that's the detective test. Yeah. <laughs> so they would end up eventually doing the same thing with the firemen as well. Oh, okay. Because they're like, the firefighting thing is not working, and we keep appointing people they to They keep these. fighting each other and not the fires. Yeah. So... Half the city is burned down in the time that... Yeah, because that is insane. Like, private fire companies? Yeah. Whoever gets there first gets the money? Jesus. So, nobody is sure of what happened to Myers, the Mm. the head clown. Mm -hmm. However, the S.B. Howe Circus would apparently be involved in another riot in St. John, New Brunswick. Oh. I think, like, a month later. Well, jeez. Or a year well, later. Yeah, because now they're battle-tested. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're angry. Yeah, they've got a taste for blood. <laughs> Clowns with a taste for blood. That's the image we'd like to leave you with this week. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. What is the bright side oh, to this? Oh, my lord. To the, to the clown riot of 1855? Good lord. Whew. I mean, I've had a nice time. Yeah. It was the uh, invention of ASMR. Is that the uh, bright side? Yeah. I'm going to put a pie in your face. <laughs> I'm all tingly. You can lick the pie off my face for another ten. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, uh, now what is it for real? The, the bright side for me is that nobody actually died in yeah. this experience. One guy got real close. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no animals were hurt or killed. Really? As far as we know. So they were, they were terrified, though. Oh, they weren't happy, yeah, but no. like 
you know, they didn't get set on fire. Yes, that is nice. Uh, I'm, I am, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to take a stand against setting animals on fire. Good. You know what? And I don't, and I don't care about the haters. Yeah. I don't. Fuck the haters. Mm -hmm. Good. Another huge thing is that along with a few other big scandals, this particular riot encouraged people to vote out the corruption and reform mm-hmm. the police and the firemen. Yeah, and they, I, that's huge. I think that's the big thing is like the entire way, corrupt way that police and firefighters were being hired, right. was, which was total cronyism. The populace saw that that was a terrible way to go, and the entire system changed Yep, out of that. And that's a big, big bright side to this. It, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty g- If I do say so myself, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That is an insane fucking story. Yeah. When I found this story, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. These weird, wacky corners of our history are so interesting. Yeah. And so strange. And relatable to current history. Yeah. The corruption going on right now in our government. Well, and true. Like, yeah. It's very similar to what happened then. And I see what you're saying. So we should burn it down and redo <sighs> it. I mean, the system. Interesting. Yeah, not the buildings. Interesting. Well, we'll start with the buildings. Yeah, no, let's and not. The buildings, do that. hey, the system wouldn't be there without buildings. No. I think just, uh, let's vote them out. You know, you do your way. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. Remember to give us five stars. We love you. We'll see you so next much. week. Bye. Bye. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure humiliation. Take a hook, and you'll flee from the scary circus conflagration. Let me feel your hose, clown. (laughs) We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just... Keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.